Hello and kumusta? Welcome to this podcast. It is relevant information involving occupational therapy. Today we are going to talk about the interventions that occupational therapists are providing. And these are some of the interventions, well, general interventions that we are providing. It's very easy. All the interventions that we are providing as occupational therapists can be summed up into an acronym called RAMPS. R-A-M-P-S. Okay. So what does it stand for? The first type of intervention, R, stands for restore or restorative intervention. These are interventions that are focused on restoring the impairment, the physical impairment of the person. And when we're talking about physical impairment, we're talking about uh, structures, we're talking about the function of the body. An example of restorative intervention, for example, is, is that if we have a person who has problems with range of motion with their joints, if that is limited, then we would restore to normalize that tone. We would normalize to do, I meant we'd normalize that range of motion through passive stretches. If the tone is impaired and if it's hypertonic because of a stroke or any other related neurological condition, then we would do restorative intervention to normalize that tone as well. If the person is weak, we strengthen them. If the activity tolerance is impaired and limited, we improve the endurance. If there is edema, we lessen the edema. So those are some of the restorative interventions. And these are some focused on the physical aspect of the person. Another restorative intervention are the direct retraining, particularly to their activities of daily living. So if a person is weak and they cannot put on their clothes, for example, and you do dressing training and dressing practice, then that would be a restorative intervention. So if, for example, another one would be toilet hygiene training, would be a direct toilet hygiene training, would be a restorative intervention as well. So after surgery and the person cannot wipe their bottom, and what you do is you practice along with the MD team members, multidisciplinary team and the care team, and your objective is for a person to wipe their bottom, then that is restorative intervention. There we go. That's number one type of intervention. Very easy, uh, straightforward, restorative intervention. The second type of intervention is alter intervention. And this is would fall on the A, you know, the capital A. So uh, alter, alter intervention. When you talk about alter intervention, these are interventions where the person is now just changing the entire context on which the person will need to be. Because you cannot restore the person anymore, but the person carries on surviving and living, but it's really not safe for them to go back home anymore. And so you change the context. You work on the context. For example, we have an elderly person who is confused, cannot be left alone to be at home. Then, And when an OT then starts recommending that the person needs to be in a care facility or a nursing home or a residential care, where there are people supervising the person 24 hours, this is called alter intervention. So you're changing the context on which the person needs to be, okay, to adapt to the person 
rather than the person adapting the to the environment yeah not just a, a part of the environment but it is more on the, uh, the, the the overall context okay so for example another example of an alter intervention is when an elderly person uh, you have made recommendations that the person stay in for a long period of time and have a micro environment have the bed commode in a one place have the carers come in this is called alter intervention you're providing lots of things in there so that the person will carry on uh, being in the place where they are uh, but it's safe and you have changed the situation altogether it is seldom happening in a an acute hospital or specialist hospital like uh, Royal Papworth Hospital for example um, because it is uh, that's a different uh, topic altogether but basically that is alter intervention M stands for modified intervention this is where the therapist changes a part or performance task you change the, the process or you use adaptive aids so for example if somebody had a stroke and you teach them one hand dressing technique so that they would be independent with dressing then this is called a modify intervention so a person has a uh, difficulty putting on their socks and you teach them to use sock aids for example this is called modify intervention um, if you have a person has difficulty getting out of bed on the one side because the weakness is on that side and you want them to go on to the other side change the furniture altogether this is again modify intervention so modify intervention uses adaptive aids it uses a different techniques but you don't totally change the context the entire context so there is still a way to for a person to to address and to work on the the ordinary context where they're in uh, but you just change their uh, adaptive uh, methods or adaptive you teach them some adaptive techniques so that is modify okay the fourth one is called preventative intervention and preventative intervention this is a little bit tricky because it looks like restorative intervention and it also looks like modify intervention the difference with preventative intervention is that in preventative intervention you are intending or you're preventing further problems from taking place yeah so that is preventative intervention so primary um, so for example range of motion somebody has had a stroke you still do some passive stretching knowing well that that side is not going to recover so the question is why do you still do some passive stretching if your intention is to prevent the joints from seizing up then that is a preventative intervention if you provide the splint for example with the intention of maintaining and preventing the muscles from shortening that is a preventative intervention okay if you will provide a raised toilet seat or a mowbray frame with the intention of the person uh, preventing the person from falling then that is preventative intervention but if you provide a raised toilet seat or a mowbray frame 
with the intention of the person being able to do toileting with ease, then that becomes a modify intervention. Yes? So technically what you're doing, what you're seeing is a type of intervention can change, like a, a type of input. Like for example, if I provide a perching stool, if I provide a perching stool to make strip washing easier, that is a modify intervention. But if I provide a, uh, an inter, uh, perching stool with, to prevent the person from falling, then that becomes a preventative intervention. So a perching stool can take two forms depending on the intent of the therapist. The last type of intervention is called supportive intervention. This is where the therapist arranges some things and provide enhances the context as well. So it can take the form of a psychological approach like supportive conversation, well-being conversation. So this is a form of supportive intervention. You go and see the person, for example, and you speak to them or you, for example, with the intent of them feeling well, then that is supportive intervention. If you have arranged for carers to come in, that act of arranging the carers is a supportive intervention. Yeah. If you make referrals to the community for follow-up therapy, so you're enhancing or you're setting up the stage so that the person would carry on improving, this is supportive intervention. Okay. So there we go, guys. Uh, the five general interventions and all the different treatment approaches would fall on one or a few of these categories. So, for example, if we talk about NDTs, Bobath, neurodevelopmental treatments, if you're doing that to restore the movements, particularly for stroke, then that is a restorative intervention. If you have cognitive retraining and behavioral retraining and you teach them some adaptive methods to compensate for their loss of memory, use of memory books, that is modify intervention. If you are setting up a community support to follow up on the person to check for their well-being and safety, for example, that act of making that referral is supportive intervention. If you make recommendations that the person go into a nursing home, then that is alter intervention. Okay, I hope it makes it a little bit clearer. It should help you with your day-to-day -day practice. Thank you very much for listening to this. Until next time, bye!